did it. I had a 100 NTD coupon and I got three drinks and two kinds of French toast. It was a bit of a rigmarole because for some reason my address wouldn't input into the system in Chinese, so I had to message them late at night, and then I had to message the, the delivery guy, Kin, bless his heart, he managed to get it here. So, I ordered the strawberry French toast and the Jackie Chan. French toast. And they look like this. I'm guessing this is a Jackie Chan French toast. And I'm guessing this is a strawberry love French toast. It's got like a little bit of strawberry and butter filling in there. It looks really tasty. It smells divine. Let me go to the drinks. My either coffee or cocoa, I'm not sure which I ordered. Taste test because I honestly don't remember which this is. This is hot cocoa. Chilled. This is milk tea. It's milk tea. Big bottles. That was three eighty two for my breakfast. Do the Jackie Chan This is what they look like. I'm gonna take the bacon off so that my throat doesn't swell. Be a bit bad, I think. I didn't realize it had bacon. Also, I found out that Google Translate works fabulously for pictures. I'm just saying. So if you're on Food Panda and you happen to have two cell phones, you can put one over the first one so that you can read what they have, but it doesn't tell you all the ingredients that's in the food, so it's a bit problematic when it comes to certain things like bacon. That's weird. Okay. I didn't make any videos yesterday because I don't. I was booked for 13 lessons and I was fighting major jet lag. Then that night, I'm not sure what happened, but I got really sick in my stomach. So I pulled out the Pepto Bismol. Thankfully, I had a bunch of it. I took two doses and I was fine again. It wasn't food poisoning, not something like that. I also had a job interview yesterday, too, for an English school here in Taiwan. 
but I'm not sure that's going to work out because they're like, you don't need a visa. And I'm like, no, I do need a visa because I want to work legally in the countries that I'm living in if I'm working there and not online. So I don't think that one's going to work out too well. But it was still good to have the job interview. The pay is incredible. But I'm like, I don't care if they offer me a million dollars. I'm not going to do something I feel is wrong or could put me or especially them in jeopardy if somebody catches it. So I had to work through that with the agent and the school and just said, you know, if you can get the visa, I will be happy to work for you for six months. If you can't get the visa, this is not going to work. So, you know, but that was my day yesterday. I went to bed at around nine. I slept till about midnight or 10.30, woke up, went back to sleep till about midnight. Went back up at 1.30, went to sleep again around 5, woke up again at 7.10 because of the jet lag thing. It's just kind of an adjustment. I am going to take some sinus medication for my head because this is COVID, mainly because of lack of sleep. I don't know why, but whenever I have lack of sleep, it always makes this hurt. So anyway, I'm going to take my medicine after I eat, and then I'm going to start teaching here at 9 o'clock. But that was my day yesterday. I also did look online at different lodging alternatives. I just decided to forget worrying about that whole deal till I get paid on the 20th because I don't know the school might be able to get me a visa. If they can, then I'll be moving to that town. If they can't, then I'll be looking elsewhere. I'm like, there's no point in wasting my time until I know where I'm going. I also looked at different visa options. I didn't do an extensive search, but it seems like there's like a digital nomad visa, but you have to make $6,000 a month for the digital nomad visa. That's not me. I make good money, but I don't make $6,000 a month. I'm like, wow, that would be nice. Yeah. But anyway, so um, digital nomad visa, basically, it's not called that, but kind of. It's like that. No go. There is a student visa, which I can look into if I'm here for the first 15 days. I can apply for that. And actually a school here in Taipei that specializes in the student visa for learning Chinese. So I'm going to give it time because I've only been here four days. So far, I am really liking Taiwan. I mean, like, really liking Taiwan. I've never traveled overseas, so I think that's a big, big caveat here. But it feels so much safer. The cost of living is so much more reasonable. Your standard of living is pretty close to what you have in the state. It's a little different, but I would say it's actually better in many ways. I'm going to be making a video on that here shortly. But, you know, um, if I could stay longer, I really think I would want to. But um, I'm currently here for 90 days. I do have to make a decision in these first 15 days if I want to try to apply for the student visa. My only drawback to the student visa is um, if I apply for the student visa, I have to be enrolled in a class of some sort full-time for Chinese learning, the kind of visa application I'd be doing. I'm not worried about that because I can easily do a full-time course, no problem. But the thing that does concern me is the price of that course, because I'm not perfectly sure on the price. 
And like in Thailand, they have a lot of similar visas that you can get through the schools, but they want like a thousand dollars every two months, which I'm like, that is not going to happen in this universe. Even if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't pay that much. I would just talk the country and come back. And also, that is a feasible option because I can stay for 90 days and then go to say Thailand for 90 days and then come back to Taiwan. It's only a four hour flight. It's not that expensive to travel between the countries. The only thing I do plan on doing before I leave this country is number one, I'm going to the Lover's Bridge. There. About an hour and 15 minute walk. I'm going to take that this Sunday. For those of you who don't know, it's the bridge from um, the Taiwanese drama I Do Beloved in House. It's a beautiful bridge, very iconic for um, Dam Chui. I'm going there. I'm like, I'm going to see that bridge with my own eyes because it's a great architectural bridge. It's just lovely. And the view is incredible. And I might catch a coffee shop that has bubble tea on the way back. Or there, one of the two. And visit the Uniqlo shop that all my Japanese students tell me about. So anyway. But that's on the docket. I'm going to Holland while I'm here. I also found out I can take a train there in two hours so I could go see Holland and come back in a day. So I might do that like next Sunday. Not take a whole week in Holland. Just go see it for a day and then come back. If I want to after that, go visit again. I can always load up my suitcases and go. So that's the other place I want to see. And if possible, I want to go into Taipei City and see where they filmed the WBL series or We Best Love series, Fighting Mr. Second and Return of the Runner-Up, because that's my favorite Taiwanese drama of all time. And I'd like to see where they filmed. I think that'd be really cool. So those are on the docket. And then lastly, but not least, I would love to catch a Ray Huang concert or Alex or Eric Cho concert. Um, they are pop musicians from Taiwan. They do beautiful piano music. I'm not really, I mean, no offense, their, their lyrics are great and their music is great in other arenas, but their piano music in particular is what interests me. I followed them for about two years now and I would love to see a live concert of them instead of just watching them on a little screen on YouTube. Not because I, I'm like fangirling them at all. I just think it'd be kind of cool to hear the music live and in person with the audio and just uh, the experience of it all. So anyway, we're going to try to catch that. I'm actually messaging my friend Johnny here in Taiwan about that today. And I'm going to be messaging my friend Carl here in Taiwan about the um, visa confusion because I really don't have a clue what to do on this. And they've lived here all their lives, so they will know far more than I do. I'm also thinking about doing something rather bold, which is posting on Facebook that I will give a free English class to someone if they would show me around Damshui or Taipei for a bit um, for the same length of time. So like say they give me a two hour tour, I give them two hours in English classes. We swap. I'm not technically working in the country, we're just doing a bartering system thing so that I get to know more about the area from a local and also a more comfortable. I don't really feel like, it's weird, I don't feel unsafe walking around Taiwan. The traffic is a little 
daunting, but not actually because of the traffic, to be honest, it's the noise, because of my hearing, it throws me off. So because of that, like, in the States, I would wear headphones when I walked to avoid the background noise, because it confused me when I was, like, walking around sometimes. Here, you can't really afford to wear headphones because you could get hit by a car, because there's a lot of cars, and they're driving politely, but there's still a lot of cars. The Jackie Chan toast is delicious. I'm just saying. The other thing that I have decided is my friends have been messaging me saying, Anna, how's the food? Have I ever tried? And honestly, up until today, I had only gone out once to eat because I'm trying to be persistent. The thing that I'm realizing about living in Taiwan is that ordering food is cheap. So I do not need to worry about my income just disappearing because I order this much food for $3.82. I'm just saying. So I'm going to be ordering more food through Food Panda or Uber Eats here in the next um, few months while I'm here. Also, I'm now perfectly comfortable with living in a place that does not have a kitchen because really the only thing that I need is a hot plate that I can cook my ramen on. So as long as I have that, I am cushioned. So I think I have a friend in the States, by the way, and they're going to be mailing me stuff to Taiwan if I need it. I'm not having that do that until I know, like, if I have a job here, etc., or if I'm going to, where I'm going to be for a while. But I might have them, if I can't find a hot plate, mail me my ramen cooker, then I can cook my ramen to my heart's content and cook an egg with it. Because really, the only thing that I eat at home is the congee, which I buy from the grocery store pre-made, and then the ramen that I cook up with chicken that I sometimes saute with it, or eggs. That's all I really need to cook. So, I mean, because of that, I just don't see the need for a big kitchen. But, that is my day so far. My day yesterday so far. And now I'm getting ready to teach. And I'm going to be putting out my Christmas tree later as well. But this food is fantastic. I haven't had French toast in ages because it's like super expensive in the States. I actually just went out with some friends for breakfast like two days before I left. And the French toast at the restaurant was like I think it was $13-$15 for the same amount of French toast as I just got for, I don't know, it's $3.82 altogether for everything. I have no idea why this is called Jackie Chan and French toast. I think that's kind of funny, but anyway. I've never seen any Jackie Chan movies. I really don't know anything about him except he was so fast that they couldn't catch him on camera with his kick. Which I always thought was rather impressive. I also have unloaded all my suitcases except two partial ones. My big ones are completely unloaded. My carry-ons, I have mainly got the big one emptied. 
and my personal item bag still has to be done, but everything else has been completely redone. And I'm settling in very comfortably till I think I leave in early January. I might maybe be a little earlier because I'm like, if I leave, I've decided I'm not going to try to take a bus to my next spot because of the luggage. I'm just paying the taxi guides. The, the thing about the taxis here that I found very interesting also, as a little side note, is the cost for the taxis. Like, I took an hour-long ride from the one place to the other, actually a little over an hour, and it was like $30. For tipping, that's the interesting thing. The most you can tip the taxi driver with the options, unless you customize the tip, is $0.70. Cents. Yes, like in America, when you tap, tip a taxi driver, they say, you know, do you want to tip them four, five, six, seven, eight dollars? Here it's like, do you want to tip them thirty cents or seventy cents or some crazy thing? And I'm like, give them the most. So, you know, because I don't mean it weird. They actually put your luggage in the taxi for you. They insist on it. It's very strange to me because I've never had anyone really do that before. If since the night I left the U.S., I left at 3.30 in the morning, and the guy who came and got me, very nice guy, I think he was from Africa, but he had come to pick me up, and he insisted on bringing my luggage into the car. He said, you do not need to carry this. It's okay, I've got this. And I'm like, okay, but you do need to be aware that these are 20 kilogram suitcases, sir, because they're kind of heavy, and I can lift them. But um, anyway, he was good enough to help me do that. But the, this, the taxis here are just so much more reasonable. I'm also probably going to be going to the, um, there is a special chiropractor near where I live. I will be getting a taxi there because it's too far for me to walk, I think. But anyway, and it's not like a lovely, enjoyable walk to the Lover's Bridge. Um, but, <laughs> so anyway, that just sounds really weird now that I say it out loud. But anyway, um, the... My back is still giving me absolute fits from the plane trip. Um, it's been four days. It still hurts like heck. Um, it's not like a huge throbbing pain. It's like just a constant pressure on my lower spine. So I am going to be getting in touch with him. I was going to wait until, um, until I get paid on the 20th. I'm not doing that because my back is too to do that. So I'm going to be setting up an appointment and going. It's only $32 to get checked. I don't remember if he is a chiropractor or acupuncturist, but he's, I can help with that, so I'm going to trust that he can help with that and get that taken care of. But that is kind of what's happened so far with everything. I will tune back in for the Christmas tree pack, putting up.